Welcome to the FootballCoachesCorner.com podcast, where football coaches come to collaborate. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about building plays with answers. This is Mark Holcomb of the Football Coaches Corner podcast. I know many of us are intrigued by wing T teams and uh, wing T offenses because they have a lot of if-then scenarios built in. But today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how you can game plan to help build on some of those if-then scenarios with your offense. Now, today we're going to be working out of, you know, this, this I think this can be done with probably any uh, base running play that you have. We're just trying to figure out answers to the problems. But what we're going to do is use – uh, an 11 personnel inside zone scheme with an H. So just if you'll uh, if you'll visualize this, uh, we're on the left hash. We got an H to the left, uh, a single receiver to the left, and two receivers to the right, the wide side of the field. And we're going to be running zone into the boundary, basically split zone. So that's out of a two by two set. So uh, you know, obviously the first thing you're going to look at is you know depending on what type of defense you're seeing, whether it's three down or four down, this is going to kind of change some of the things that you do when you plan and you game plan. But today we're going to go against a, uh, a four down defense with two high safeties uh, and like a nickel or a SAM overhang to the field. So uh, if you get your piece of uh, paper and uh, pen out and just kind of draw along with me and look and we'll talk through this, uh, but this will help you kind of get maybe five to six plays off of that base play. Uh, that will help you game plan and based on what they're doing or what they're trying to, to do to stop your uh, inside zone run play, then you can make some things off of it. I'll give you a couple of shot plays too and uh, you know a couple of uh, pre-snap ideas and a couple of post-snap ideas, and we'll talk about those uh, as we go through. So the first thing we do when we build our offense is you know, we're going to look at uh, our single receiver. We're going to look at our single receiver and see if uh, – if he can run what we call a gift route. And obviously a lot of people have this, a lot of people call this uh, free access or whatever the throw you may be that you uh, you like to call this. But we just say, guys, if they're gonna give you a gift, take it. So uh, we're looking to the short side of the field. Uh, obviously there's a couple different things we can do. We can run a slant, we can run a hitch, or if we like the, the press man coverage, we can run a fade. And now, you know, what we're trying to do is obviously eliminate or alleviate the box with this. Uh, the second thing we can do is we can look to the field, and we have, you know, uh, two receivers to the field. So if that nickel is getting a little bit, you know, nosy, uh, bringing him in the box to help out with a run to make that seventh defender. We can always throw a bubble out there. It can be a, a, you know, a bubble to number two. It can be a, a smoke screen or an out screen to number one. You know, there's a lot of different things you can build in on that. So, uh, so let's talk about uh, this team. These teams are trying to uh, play things a little bit different. Uh, so let's just check it out. So let's say the first thing they're doing is uh, they're setting the three and the five away from uh, your H back. So they're setting the three to five to the field, uh, which is what a lot of teams do. So uh, we're going to work on obviously double teaming that three technique up to the backer, the A gap backer, and bringing the H across and kicking the end out. So the first thing that I think teams do uh, is they try to. Uh, you know, uh, scrape exchange, or they'll try to bring the three technique under into A gap, the five technique into B gap, and then take the linebacker off to the opposite side uh, around as a scrape. So he'll now be the C gap defender and try to defend you that way. 
So uh, one of the first things you do is, is if you're if you're starting to see this, uh, get into uh, you know your the, the same formation. Uh, there's two ways you can kind of you know solve this problem. Number one, uh, you can run now what you call what people call bluff zone, split zone, fake zone, whatever it might be. Um, and now your quarterback's going to read that five technique. The five technique's obviously squeezing down into B gap, so he's going to you know take that dive away. You're talking about basically triple option football. Now the H back uh, is going to come across, and instead of digging that defensive end out or that next defender, he's just going to wrap around, and now he plays and he blocks that linebacker to the to the play side. Your quarterback just keeps the football, and now your quarterback can uh, you know run out the backside. Obviously, you can you know do a couple of different things with this. If you're if you want to attach a bubble to it, now the quarterback has the the, the linebacker blocked, uh, you know pinned inside there. And so the quarterback can get outside, and you can run a bubble uh, with your number two, and the quarterback now, uh, you know, attacks the nickel or that Sam linebacker, whoever's, uh, you know, force defending on that side, and he can flip it out there too. Or your quarterback can just take it at that nickel and go. You know, these are these are plays that you don't need to, you know, obviously continue to do time and time again. But this is just an answer play for if uh, one of the teams that you see is doing that. Uh, another thing you can do uh, off of that same exact action is. Uh, you know, you can you can give the same action with the, the H, and the H back can basically uh, sli slide across, and you can run a boot scheme off of that. So now your your five technique and your three technique are pinned inside already. Uh, you know, faking uh, going with his own fake and tackling that guy. So now you bring uh, your H all the way across, and you can do a couple different ways. You can you know you can just have your your twins receivers to the field to to block the most dangerous man. Uh, you can put them on, on a route. You know, you can do a lot of different things with those, but you're seeing a lot more teams now that are sending those guys uh, as blockers and letting that H-back get out there in the open space. Uh, you know, the, the, the linebacker now has to cover that H coming all the way across. If the linebacker covers the H, uh, if the nickel covers your slot receiver and the corner covers your outside receiver, now you've obviously got uh, a way that you can make your quarterback a, a running weapon there, a running threat. So there's a lot of different ways you can do that. Uh, you know, that you can keep, uh, or you can run and force that fender. You can, you can, you know, add a, a, a sail route. If you want to add a sail route, a deep out to there, uh, you know, you can reverse those guys and you can add, you know, a smash concept or just a, a China concept with one low and one high, however you want to do that. But obviously you're, you're, you're trying to get those, you know, th those three over two uh, to try to get your H back out in the flat. So that's just a, a, a couple different things you can do. Uh, when you're looking at that so again your zone bluff where your quarterback's keeping the ball or just run you know a straight boot if you're worried about uh, that that linebacker coming off the edge or somebody coming hot you can always make whatever call it is you make and now you can pull your backside guard so it's not a naked boot now your quarterback has a guy out in front of him uh, so he can kind of help you know help alleviate the pressure coming off that end so uh, uh, another way you can, another thing you can do here so let's say you're usually the single side so your boundary side your boundary side safety is coming down, and you know they're kind of rolling cover three uh, to the middle of the field. Now, now uh, you know this is something where we would probably look to take a shot with this. You know, if we're, if we're seeing that uh, guy coming down inside, you're probably going to get one of two things: you're going to get either a press man coverage into the boundary, or you're going to get, uh, you know, a, a cover three or an off, and you're going to get the free safety rolling to the middle of the field uh, from the field side. So this safety's, you know, kind of starting to get involved. Obviously, your numbers don't look as good to that side running the football. So what we would do now is we would, uh, you know, give the same look up front. 
uh, a split look, a split zone look, take our H back across. Now we've basically protected our quarterback from C gap to C gap on both sides. So now the quarterback can, you know, ride the fake, all right, and we'll take a shot. Well, you know, you, you can run a glance route, you can run a post, a seven-step post, you know, whatever you're trying to do, but you're trying to uh, get behind uh, the free safety now or skinny it up where that safety's coming down, trying to get inside that corner and get leverage and then work off that and let your quarterback basically throw them open off the uh, uh, the free safety. So that's a, a, another route you can do. Uh, you know, the nice thing about that is with, with running your split look, you know, you're given a, a good uh, low hat read uh, for your safeties who are coming down and obviously for your safety who's reading, you know, you, by the quarterback being protected from C-gap to C-gap, it's a lot easier uh, for that quarterback to stick it in the, the running back's belly and ride it, you know, deep to really give that play action to try to get that safety to activate a little bit on the run also. And the split look, too, gives you uh, the protection from the quarterback's backside. So I think that makes things a lot easier for him. And it gives you a chance to take a shot and give a guy one-on-one you know, and obviously, again, this is, you know, when you're when you're making your game plan out, you know, you want to actually include those shot plays in there. So this is one of them that I think can uh, can help you out. Now, um, let's say that you want to, uh, you, you know, you're 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 also getting that scrape exchange on the backside. So you want to do something uh, a, a little bit different with your H. Now, you can always uh, what we we would run like a, a zone lock scheme and basically uh, on the ba- on the three and five side, we would base block those two guys. And now instead of bringing our H all the way across, our H is just going to insert on the linebacker to the field. And that gives things a lot easier look and helps us to throw off that. You know, we can run the number two receiver if we want to. We can run the number two receiver to the field uh, on a pop or a place route there. Uh, and by opening up that, you know, that hole by locking the three and the five technique and bringing that H across and leading him up in there, on that linebacker, you know, that linebacker gets a, a really good open read, all right, a, a nice feel read, and, uh, you know, gets up in, in, in the mix, and it's easy to throw off that guy on the backside. Now, obviously, you need to look at, you know, where your nickel's aligned. If your nickel's aligned inside of him, then there's other things that you can do to that, and we'll talk about those in a, in a minute. Uh, but if your nickel's aligned outside of him, playing outside, uh, this is a, a lot easier route. Basically, our teaching point on that is we teach our slot we need you to win inside of that nickel or that Sam, that overhang backer. Um, we also take our outside receiver to the field, and we'll run, uh, you know, one of two things. We can run a, uh, you know, a, a quick post to get in behind that nickel, or we can run a, a square in, which is a lot, what a lot of people re- refer to as, you know, a slant nowadays. But just pressing up, getting inside leverage on the corner, in case that nickel does squeeze the pop route. Now your quarterback has a throw off that nickel, so it's a, it's a little bit easier. But the entire thing your quarterback's reading is that that linebacker coming up through the hole. If the linebacker sits back when he sees an open hole, then you know you're going to have a lead blocker. So just hand the football off, and he can follow right in behind your H. So that's one of the things too. Now, let's say that the 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 twin side to the field, uh, the D gap defender, the nickel or the Sam is now getting involved. So they're rolling down coverage. Maybe they're rolling. Uh, three to the field now bringing that nickel or that Sam linebacker off the edge and adding that guy so what we want to do there is uh, we want to tag uh, basically a fade out uh, and this is kind of a pre-snap read for us uh, you know the, the the lineman don't really know this is coming 
the H back doesn't need to know this is coming. The the running back, you know, you're gonna obviously alert him some way that you know you have that called. So you know whether whether it's just pulling the ball up or whether it's showing. But if you have the the fade out involved now, you're gonna get your free safety rolling down or your safety to the field rolling down in a cover three look. You're gonna get your corner off and now your nickel is activating. So by the fade out, it's real simple. It's a real simple read for the quarterback now. The quarterback goes to the corner, and if, if the corner sits at all, then we're going to throw the fade ball over the top, uh, you know, in the hole. Or if the, the corner vacates, now we're just going to throw the speed out. So it's a real easy read for your quarterback. The biggest thing is he's got to make this decision pre-snap. We, we call this, in our terminology, a relief throw, trying to relieve the box because obviously we don't want to run, uh, you know, into a seven-man box if we don't have to. And so this is just something that you know gives those guys a little bit of a different look uh, with different fitters, uh, those things. Now, you know, I would invite you to to just sit down and take any play that you have and go through these same things. Now, you know, you can't get into. I don't think you can get into changing formations too much because when you change formations, you know, everything that we're talking about here is out of the same. You know, eleven personnel. Uh, twins to the field, H back to the short side, single receiver to the short side. Now, one other thing we could do in terms of just changing, I guess, what would be, we would change the play, but the formation stays the same, is, you know, if we're getting a soft edge to that H and we're getting a roll and there's really no D-gap defender to the short side of the field, all right, we could obviously run out of the same exact formation, uh, especially if you're in a pistol, we could run wide zone, to the H now, all right, giving those guys a different look. We've already got the, the the shade file bubble to that side, so we've got, you know, numbers, and especially if they're rolling to the field and taking that safety out of the D-gap, uh, now we've got an extra blocker there, so we should be able to, you know, uh, take uh, outside or wide zone, whatever you call it, we should be able to take that to a, a one, one hole wider and be able to get to the outside and really, really stretch that, uh, that five technique to the boundary and it puts that safety in a bind. Now, uh, again, you did not change the formation, so you're not giving anything away. Uh, but I would just, you know, tell you when you start to when you start to build your play sheet or start to build your game plan, you know, work out of, you know, we're going to take our four core runs, and we're going to try to figure out the best formation we can run them in. Now, just this was one of the the runs that we talked about today, but we're going to do the same thing we did with every single one of our runs and, and have an answer for, you know, if we're running power, how are we gonna answer power if they spill? Well, obviously we're gonna, you know, we're gonna bounce power to the outside. Same thing with counter. What are we gonna do with counter if they're chasing from the backside? Well, we're gonna pull it out the backside and, you know, uh, uh, make the quarterback another runner. Instead of our H-back coming across, our H-back's now gonna circle onto the linebacker. So the more things you can do that, it just makes things easier. Basically, you know, a lot of us, I watch a lot of videos, and I know a lot of guys are really int intrigued by the, the wing tee because they say, all I need to know is who made the play, who made the tackle. If you tell me who made the tackle, then I'll tell you what we need to do based off of that play, of, of, of the person who made the tackle. So I think that's something to, uh, you know, take a look at when you're starting to game plan because those things can make things a lot easier. And then now you're back to the – the situation of just, uh, you know, the guy up in the box, tell me the down and distance, tell me where the hash is at or which hash we're on, and then tell me who made the play. And that's all I need to know. And that helps me adjust, you know, my call sheet or my calls to the next thing. So uh, 
just wanted to give you an idea about you know uh, uh, kind of how we do things when we game plan. Um, I'd like to thank you for listening to the podcast uh, today. And if you have any ideas or questions, please feel free to call us. Uh, depending on <clears throat> you know where you're at, uh, your season may be uh, ending up, or some of you may be in a state championship game. If you are, good luck. Some of you may be heading into maybe planning for the spring, uh, for a spring season, or maybe planning for your off-season workouts. So uh, if you have any any topics that you'd like us to, to get to, just uh, uh, let us know. You can reach us through Twitter at FB Coaches Corner, or you can email us at fbcoachescorner at gmail.com. Uh, again, I would like to invite you to visit our website. We've had quite a few uh, – few people go on there this past week and quite a bit of traffic so uh, we appreciate anybody who goes on there again our uh, web address is footballcoachescorner.com there's information on there about the video scout checklist the game planning templates all those things are available uh, we also have quite a few free downloads on there for you and access to our previous podcast um, coaches if this is your first time listening to our podcast please hit the subscribe button and leave us a rating or a review uh, this will help our podcast uh, move up the rankings. And uh, if you, there's somebody out there that you feel like might uh, you know, gain from this podcast, please feel free to share that with them. Uh, again, if you have any topics you would like for us to cover in the future, uh, just let us know through Twitter or email, and we'll be glad to get to those topics. Uh, and until next time, coaches, thanks for listening, and continue to coach with pride, passion, and a purpose.